0: Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my guest is Steve Cody. Uh, Steve, tell us a bit about yourself and we'll jump
1: right into this. Okay, perfect. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show, Glenn. Um, Lifelong entrepreneur, basically uh, left school in grade 10. Um, had a kind of dyslexia issue, didn't realize it at the time, of course, but um, my grandfather had saved up like $1,200 for me to go to university. So I knew I wasn't going to university. I said, can I take the money, buy a, uh, a squeegee, a bucket, and a ladder and start a window cleaning company? And basically that's what I did. And kind of that's where my career started. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, went on to build and sell six different rental companies, Uh, So think like bobcats, scaffolding, swing stages, party. uh, Had a lot of fun doing that, and about eight years ago, kind of converted over to the uh, to the tech industry, and that's what we're doing now.
0: Okay, tell me a bit about this transition to the tech industry and how we how how this goes to shared
1: living. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's it's a makes it like a bit of a heavy story, I guess, to get into, uh, you know, right off the hop. But I mean, what happened was, so June 2013, we had uh, three different companies on the go. So we had Cody Party Rentals. We had franchise locations across Canada. We had Monster Halloween. I think we had 26 locations. So they're pop-up stores, you know, that open September, October yeah, yeah. Uh, across Canada. And we had just started a franchise system called Cody Mobile, like auto detailing. Uh, they come to your house and uh, and, in my son passed away in June and uh, we have five kids uh, and I ended up in bed for about nine months and uh, through that process basically had to have a fire sale on the three companies Uh, at the end of it didn't have a heck of a lot and uh, but we had this technology that we had built uh, I had I had one guy working for me for years, just kind of building out this technology to help us run our businesses and, uh, yeah. and turn that into a business. And that's how I got into tech.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, it, no, that's genius though, just to, to reuse it, recycle it, you know, why start over? Why, why, why start off? Exactly. <laughs> it, it sounds like you build a lot of businesses. So like, you know, usually there's something that uh, authentically comes off of each one, right? Big time, for sure. Yeah. So yeah tra- transition us out. how do we, how does that go into bunking?
1: Yeah, well I mean we had built a company called Rockify so it was the largest rent anything marketplace you can rent your canoe you could kind of rent anything out on it okay. uh, which was which is a really cool platform. Um, left that company last year um, and after, not long after I left it like The year before that, I kind of heard Elon Musk talk about Starlink, and uh, I don't know if you you know Starlink, but all these satellites up in the sky, and he was saying, I'm going to have the whole world connected with Wi-Fi, basically, by 2025. And when I heard that, I'm thinking, man, like, that's going to change the world. Like, that's going to change everything. And, you know, I I didn't know I'd be doing anything else, but I thought if I ever do anything else, it'll have to be riding in those coattails. So (laughs) that's kind of, I guess, where the seed got planted. Uh, And then the next thing was my son and daughter. So 23 and 26, they had this really good idea. They were going to head off to Tofino. So surf town West, you know, West coast of BC. And they were going to go for three months. They were going to work from there, surf, play, do whatever until they found out the Airbnb was going to be 6,000 bucks a month. So, yeah. And they, so they couldn't afford it. And uh, so I suggested, I said, well, rent the thing on Airbnb and then go to Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or something and, you know, rent out the couches, rent out the extra rooms and you get enough people living there. Maybe you live for free. So then my, my mm-hmm. daughter pipes up. She says, well, what about axe murders and how do people pay? So a couple of, a couple of good questions. <laughs> um.
0: When I started investing in the US, I did it by myself and had to go through the growing pains of doing that. Glensutherland.com slash coaching. A 12 week coaching program done one hour per week over Zoom from the comfort of your own home. Classes are kept to five people to be able to answer everyone's questions. Shortcut the process, make fewer mistakes. Curriculum available at glensutherland.com
1: slash coaching. So, you know, then we. We kind of just thought, well, there's got to be like a marketplace or somewhere for shared living where at least I can go vet people and make sure that they're not axe murderers, you know, that type of thing. Couldn't find anything. So we thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, Next thing was my daughter, she's a TikTok influencer. So she's like, well, if we're going to do this, I want to do collaborative living. And I'm like, well, what the hell is collaborative living? And she's like, well, that's where TikTokers live together and they collaborate. And, oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, my son, he's from tech. He's a product manager, and he's like, "Hang on a second! Like, they've closed our offices. We're never going back to the office. You know, if I'm going to do this, I want to live with people from the software industry. I want to learn. I want to mentor that kind of thing." Yep. So then I kind of thought, well, like that's like theme living. So had never, never, ever occurred to me. So, anyways, kind of thought about it all for a bit. Came back to him and I said, "You know what? I think I have an idea." I said, "We can build this marketplace." This word bunking had come up uh, and you know, we'll call it bunking.com. And the way it could work for you guys is, you know, you'd go to Airbnb, you'd rent that place for 6,000 a month. You'd come back to bunking. One of you would become the host or the organizer. So say my, my daughter's the host. So she starts out by creating what we call is a bunking pod. And she says, my pods for eight people. The theme of my pod is collaborative living for TikTokers. The rules to get into my pod, you have to have a successful criminal background check done through bunking. You have to have a successful credit check done through bunking. You gotta be double vaxxed, there's no smoking. So whatever she wants the rules to be to join her social pod, she puts them there. And then she would start to basically, now she would start to curate or set out the characteristics of the people she wants to live with. So we're all between 20 and 30, we're all female. You know, we all go to bed really late. We all love to sleep in. Nobody here cooks. We eat her we eat out, and you know, we've got two couches, twenty-five bucks a night, hundred bucks a week. However, she wants to set up the accommodation, she could do that. So, that's like one example. Just like that's how the problem started and how it was solved. And you know, now you think about other use cases, and you know, we've got a lot of stu- a lot of people who work for us. Students coming over from India, and I've kind of heard the horror stories and these people, they're so brave, they come over, they're young, they don't know the language, they don't know the culture, their parents have paid somebody $2,000 a month rent, they don't know if it's a scam. So with bunking, they could actually look for a bunking pod with people of same language, maybe people of similar culture, you know, there's uh, secure payment processing, the money's held in escrow until you show up kind of thing. So, you know, so that's kind of that's kind of where it's evolving to. So now it's, you know, where we're getting, boy, we're getting like requests for, oh, you know, I want to do um, Golden Girls Living or, you know, like Ladies 50 Plus or I want to do Margaritaville Living or, you know, so it's just, we've got like a lot of like Shopify, you know, we want to set up a bunking pod in Costa Rica and, you know, we want people to to, to go there. So yeah yeah at the cool. end, you know, the more we looked into it was, okay, you take a place, any place, could be a yacht, doesn't have to be a house, but if I take a a house and I rent out by the room or by the bed, you know, right away, I'm going to get a 30 to 40% revenue bump. And I think if we look at the business, why isn't it happening now? There's no real good software to help manage that pro, like that availability on that one bed in a four bed room type of thing, right? So maybe even a different rate for that one bed. So with bunking, it totally manages that. So you could have a, a room with eight beds, different rate for each bed, and it'll manage the availability of each bed independently. So Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it kind of reminds me of uh, like the early days of Airbnb, you know, where they, they started off with the, the couch surfing kind of life but it was, it's, but it's a little different because that's my original question was, I was like, how is this different than original Airbnb? But I get it now with the, the pods and, you know, you're your subletting and I do get it. It's a little, it is, it is different.
1: It's like, it's a social network. It's like a marketplace on top of marketplaces in a way, right? Yeah. So you could own the house. You could want to do student living. Yep. You know, we've had people like that, you know, maybe you want to learn Spanish or whatever, like language homes, those, you know, there's just, a whole bunch of different reasons yep. to help connect like-minded people. So it, we did um, some early research. We did about eight weeks. We hired a PhD out of Brazil. He's a professor there. And we spent eight weeks just looking online and saying like, what groups are already trying to connect? Like interest-based groups. What, Like they're trying to connect and they're trying to do this, but it's not really working. They can't really trust each other. No way to send money, you know? Um, so what we came up with was about 12 in 12 main categories of interest groups and about 110 subcategories. So if you think, think language, think religion, think culture, think accessibility, think yoga, you know, vegan. So there's all this different reasons that people either want to live or travel together. They want to connect with like-minded people. Okay. So, and where we started, where
0: were you started with this was with the ax murders and uh, the COVID Um, And in order to counter that, you said credit checks, background checks, uh, your your vaccine passport type of thing. Um, Is there, if they're just setting up an account, I'm guessing that there's a fee just to get all those paperwork done.
1: Oh, yeah. So the way it works is, so you go onto the platform completely free. You want to create a bunking pod, you want to be a host, totally free. The only thing you ever pay is the credit card processing. So if you set a place up and the place generates $2,000 a month for you. It's all yours, less the credit card processing fee. From the guest point of view, when they come on the platform, totally free, if I'm gonna join your bunking pod, only if you've made it a rule that anybody joining your bunking pod needs to get a criminal background check done, then I would go back to my profile, I pay $70. It's an instant uh, check that's done and that sits on your profile for a year. So now you've got kind of a bit of social credibility, no different than the credit check, right? So you don't want people pinging you all the time, like pinging your credit all the time. So you can do this credit check once and it sits on your profile, you know, but if we go back to the beginning, like our target persona is a lady named Jordan. She's 27, she's an entrepreneur. She wants to kind of travel the world and work. So it's, it's really ultimately at the end of the day, the whole bunking is built to make sure she has a really good safe experience so you know maybe jordan she doesn't want to ever join a bunking pod where everybody in it hasn't had a criminal background check done you and i may maybe it doesn't matter right okay and then could be um, is there
0: insurance that you have to have as running bunking or whatever i know like i have an airbnb or actually it's been switched to a vrbo but um for that if something happens i do like uh, you know when tenants damage stuff i do a, a claim through airbnb or vrbo do you guys have to carry insurance that like kind of same thing
1: yeah, yeah so we're gonna offer the same thing so uh but we'll offer host insurance okay. uh, guest insurance nomad insurance as well so we've got a nomad partner uh that so that's all uh built into the platform how so, do you get paid <laughs> yeah 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 so what the way we make money is they, and I forgot to mention that. So when the guest when the guest pays the host, so say you're five hundred dollars to rent the room for the week, right? They pay you five hundred, and they pay a ten percent service fee to the platform. Okay, all right. So they're paying five fifty. And early research showed that people are quite happy to pay the ten percent because of the value they're getting. They're you know where else can you go to connect with like minded people? And then if you add the safety in on that, you know I can read your reviews. Uh, if you don't have reviews, you know, you can get recommendations from people in your network. So there's, there's a way to help build credibility for everybody within the platform. Okay.
0: And I think I know the answer to this, but how does, a uh, how does someone who's like me, a real estate investor, how do they take advantage of this, this whole system? Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a really good question. So I think like we've had a couple of the big brokers reach out and, you know, the, the thing I keep hearing, even mortgage brokers saying, you know, we've got this pool of investors, they used to buy townhomes or something smaller, but now the townhomes are kind of priced out that, you know, they can't re-rent them. So maybe an alternative is they consider chair living, right? So taking that townhome, instead of renting it to a family, you know, maybe it's a four bedroom, turn the basement into a bedroom and now you're renting out five bedrooms. So your, you know, your revenue is gonna go up significantly and you've got a platform that's gonna help totally manage it for you. And, you know, when when you connect people that are like-minded, the chance of long-term success and retention of those people in the place is much stronger.
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, where my mind's going too, just because one of the reasons that I stopped investing in Canada and I've switched to, uh, you know, landlord friendly states i did some quotations if you're listening to this uh, but uh landlord tenant board you're doing short-term rentals so uh you can get around that whole thing right so um even if you where my mind's going is even if you had like say an ontario property you probably could rent it out by the room so you could do a rooming house this way or you could even uh, you know if you're it's just a you know probably a monthly with a renewal every month even or every year you can set
1: it up on the platform however you'd like so you can set it up as a one as a one month one week one day you can put in your minimum rental term you know what you want to charge for whatever the different period is so even if you had, wanted to have a weekend rate or anything like that so you know and if you look when we talk to like the student landlords, they love it because they create, get to create this bunking pod. They know the students probably moving out after nine months or so. So now they've got, you know, it's already built in where they can continue renting the place out to somebody. So, you know, they can extend kind of that, that revenue as an option.
0: That's interesting. No, I like it. Anything else I should yeah. have asked you
1: about bunking before? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like another interesting thing, cause you brought up you know, in terms of the, the Landlord Tenant Act and whatnot, like, you know, we even question in some cases, like are, are people paying for the experience to be part of the bunking pod or are they paying for the accommodation, right? So we see this more as a social network. So you're actually paying to connect with other people. So example, if I'm a surf instructor and I get a place down in Costa Rica, they buy the place or even VRBO it or whatever, but then, put it on bunking and I've got 10 people living with me, but I'm giving surf instructions at the same time. So I've got a value add. I don't know, like are people paying for surfing or are they paying for sleeping, right? So there's kind of an argument. uh, It'll be interesting to see how that plays out for us.
0: And I'm just thinking like if you were going to basically, like if I was going to go on to down to Costa Rica, uh, rent an Airbnb and then re-bunk it out that same thing uh tell me if I'm wrong or not I'm thinking that I have to be on site right for the Airbnb part of it in order to re-rent out the other parts of it I couldn't do like an Airbnb arbitrage sort of thing where I just you grab an Airbnb all over the world and then re-rent it as a bunking and split it up. Or I don't know what, is
1: there rules or regulations to that? Nope. <laughs> they're just, they're really there just has to be a host. So now what we're doing is we're kind of bringing, so think about like, when we look at, at bunking, we think, you know, dating apps. So think Bumble, okay. think hostel, couch surfing, and then think Airbnb VRBO accommodation platform. We kind of sit in the middle of those three things. Uh, so the host is really the organizer, whether they're on, like, obviously, I think guests will have a better experience if the host is on site, but they don't have to be on site. So no, you, you don't have to be there and you can completely do an arbitrage so you can have somebody responsible uh, for it. And it doesn't just have to be um, a house, right? It literally can be a yacht. It can be a catamaran. So it can be anything where I want to create a bunking pot. The other thing, which is kind of cool, Uh, And I think it's a great way if people want to test the market is you can create what we call as a wish pod. So, you know, I've always kind of wanted to go to Alaska, live in an igloo, check out the northern lights. My wife is not into it at all. I don't have any friends that are into it at all. So I can create a wish pod, say I want to go to Alaska, January, February. Uh, you know, igloo for two weeks, looking for four to six people. It'll be 1500 to $2,000, and people can click their interest. I can even add a little poll so that I can kind of narrow what I want to look for, like what kind of igloo like I want to have. Um, in the, <laughs> <laughs> if that's a thing, right? So a warm igloo, a warm yeah, igloo, a warm igloo so yeah. <laughs> Wood stove. <laughs> so, so when, and then when you get enough people interested, then you can convert it to a bunking pod. So, even as an investor, you know what? I'm thinking about doing shared living. I'm thinking about doing it in this area. You know what? I'll throw up a wish pod, float that around for a while. If I get enough interest, boom. Okay. So it's a nice way to test things. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like it. I'm uh yeah,
0: it's a very interesting platform. And uh thank you. Yeah, no, it's uh I think there's there's some good room for this. And I think that there's a lot of people that could uh to find a way to
1: to leverage it <laughs> yeah good thank you yeah so we're, we're so we've been in development almost a year uh right now we're in beta testing and we're launching in February so we're pretty excited for that
0: do you think that uh COVID gonna make that launch a little bit more difficult right now or do you think it's I know there is the COVID uh screening for this app or whatever um, but, uh, you know, just uh, that we're still in, you know, I'm in Ontario right now, we're kind of re-locking down. You think that's going to be a, an issue with the whole thing?
1: Yeah, really good question. So we have two launch plans. One is if there's, there's you know, COVID starting to go away is an issue. yeah. Or one, it's still an issue. And if it's an issue, that just means we're going to target uh, the roommate space more than the travel space. So, I mean, if you look at New York city, London, 60% of people live with roommates. And when we talk to people, especially the ladies there, I mean, they, they, they love this, right. Cause at least now they've got a way to kind of at least know if somebody's bedded or there's something right now they have nothing.
0: Yeah. You know, they're
1: going on Facebook and they're, they're playing Russian roulette, I guess. You know what I, so anyways, it's not, doesn't work out too well. So, so we'll focus on that. And we'll also, focus on the uh, student living as well. So working with the different universities and, you know, then we can drive traffic even to potential customers. So, yeah. So that's kind of, that's our COVID plan. We have two plans. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah. So we have, we also have, I mean, we're building this kind of fragmented like-minded community. Nobody's ever really consolidated that before. Right. So you're building this community of, of like-minded people. A lot of them single.
0: Yeah.
1: How do you leverage that? So what we're doing is we're building Bunking Ventures. So what Bunking Ventures is, it's the real estate side. So we're focused on buying destination real estate. So think Costa Rica, Thailand, Greece, mont Uh So we buy the real estate, kind of five bedrooms to 30 bedrooms, convert it to shared living, so as soon as we convert it, so if it's an Airbnb, great, but now when we convert it to shared living, we can get a 30 to 40% revenue bump just on that basis. Cause now we're either renting by the room or by the bed. And the other thing we're able to do is we're able to increase utilization. Because if you look at a lot of these destination places, they've got three or four bad months, You know, it's all based on weather. Yep. Uh, we think we can fill that three or four months based on an interest. So it could be a vegan thing, could be a yoga thing, could, you know, could be a Star Wars thing, whatever it is. So we can really leverage the technology that we're building that can manage the spaces and the community that we're building uh, to help fill these beds. So that's what we're doing on the bunking Venture side.
0: Interesting. And, I, and I, it, it it just made me pop in my head, too, is... You talk about you know long-term real estate compared to Airbnb, and it's because you're severing it into short, smaller pieces that you can charge more per piece, uh, and it works out, right? That you can you can make more money doing it that way. And now you've taken the Airbnb and chopped it up to be even smaller, to, so you can take more money off of the Airbnb. And if you do the the bunking ventures, you could kind of go right from the start skip the Airbnb and split it right up right off your step right off the start and make you won't have to give the chunk to Airbnb.
1: Exactly. And you're not paying the big fees either. So that's, you know, I think that's another benefit. Yeah. And it's safer living. Uh, if you think about bunking, everybody in the place is vetted, you know, Airbnb, only the guest is vetted, you know, there could be eight people in the space. So from a landlord's perspective, it's actually a better You know, there's I think you'd worry less about having any problems in in the uh, in the space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. And you can put your own criteria for what you're looking for.
1: Yeah. All ladies, all people over 50, whatever you want. So, yeah. All right.
0: Steve, people wanted to track you down. Uh, How do they do so? Uh,
1: You know what? Go to Bunking.com and and there's a form there or Steve Cody, uh, C-O-D-Y on LinkedIn. Uh, That's where I spend a lot of time. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. All right, sir. Thank you.